Hafade, and this is the KUM Podcast Network. Welcome to Conscious Living with Claire Calvo, where we show you how to live a happy and healthy island life. Thanks so much for downloading us. And now, here's Claire. Hafade, namaste, and thank you for tuning in today. Guahan and beyond, I'm Claire Calvo, and this is Conscious Living. This is our very first show, our first episode, and... Um, as you could see, well, for those of you who are watching, I understand, you know, this is a podcast, so usually people call in and, and usually people listen in um, and they're not actually viewing it, but this is a little different. And just a little sidetrack for a moment. This was, yeah, when I when I first learned about podcasts, because I didn't even know anything about it, um, and I first came in for Jesse Rosario's show, uh, Boca Talks, I came in presuming, you know, it's just going to be audio, and I walked in, and of course, I saw you, Uncle Ken here, um, and Jesse, of course, and then Jason Salas to the left of me with his camera, and I was like, uh... I thought this was a podcast. And of course, of all days is when I came in just looking toe up, you know, just I just came from teaching a class or taking a class. So I was looking rough that day. But um, so now I know to come prepared and presentable for these uh for these podcasts. But as I was saying, if you're not watching and you're, you're just listening in, I'm alone here today. There's no special guest. It's just, well, Uncle Ken and myself here in the studio. And um that's on purpose. That was planned. You know, we didn't get stood up or flaked on by, by any special guests. Um, the ex- the producers of the show, Marie and Eli Monge, requested that this first episode um, just focus on uh, the who, what, why. Right? Who am I? What is this about? And why we're we even doing it? So just just the basics. And so. Let me break it down. Uh, Conscious Living, this show is going to be basically an extension of uh, the Daily Renewal. And for those of you who are not familiar, the Daily Renewal is a three to five minute segment that runs on uh, KUAM. And I've been hosting this show for about, I guess we got started about four, five, six years ago. Um, it's a Select Care sponsored show. And so the whole concept behind the Daily Renewal was to just focus on all things health and wellness related. And, um, and I've had amazing guests on the show, everyone from, I've got a list here. I've had acupuncturists, chiropractors, dietitians, nutritionists, yoga instructors, of course, um, personal trainers, medical doctors, functional doctors, surohanos, uh, a hypnotherapist, my sister Raina, uh, meditation teachers, um, a Buddhist monk, so shout out to Dada G, he was in, I think, twice, um, counselors, health coaches, psychologists, so, you know, you get the gist, anything and everything um, wellness related, and I'm not just talking, you know, physical wellness, but mental, emotional. Um, so this show, like I said, Conscious Living, will basically um, take those interviews, so we're going to have a lot of them come back on because what we have found over the past few years is that people want to hear more you know it's it, three to five minutes is kind of short to squeeze everything into so um, we've gotten I guess calls here at the station and I've gotten emails and whatnot just asking more about certain guests that have come in and some of the topics um, that they have discussed and so this platform is great to just, you know, take those topics, take those interviews um, and adding some length and some depth to those. <laughs> um, that sounded a little, <laughs> we're going to keep this PG-13. That, I'm, I'm not even a Scorpio, but that came out a little wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this episode, um, 
I was asked to share a little bit about me and something that I get asked quite a bit. Uh, what got me into this and uh, just basically what prompted the wellness journey for me. And I was sharing with Uncle Ken earlier, this is kind of where my comfort zone ends because um, First of all, you know, I'm used to dialogue with, you know, doing an interview and usually I'm the one um, interviewing. So I'm asking the questions and pretty much getting the story, the information from whoever I'm interviewing. So um, this is, you know, it's kind of like uh, not the most, <laughs> this is kind of the end of the comfort zone for me because also I'm, I'm good at writing things or, or um, expressing things through movement. But to actually talk about like my story is... Um, out of my comfort zone. But it's interesting how life works because just uh, this week, last week, I posted something on Instagram, on social media about comfort zones. And it's amazing how life, you put something out there, whether it's you know the, the internet world or whatnot, and it's almost boomerang effect, right? It's like you put it out there with, even if it's just a thought, or, or for me, in this case, it was a post. And here it is presented right back to me. I put it out there how, you know, how hanging out in comfort zones, you know, you don't wanna stay there too long because, you know, it, it doesn't foster that growth and transformation of, of, you know, going beyond. You know, sometimes you have to step out of the comfort zone to actually get, um, see more results, right? And so here I am breaking that comfort zone. And uh, so let me just get started with my story and kind of what got me into this whole wellness journey. Um, I was living in LA for about eight years after I was living up in the Bay Area for some time. And I, at the time, thought I was healthy. I, uh, I was a professional dancer at the time and doing commercial acting on the side. And so I thought, you know, I was healthy. I was teaching, I was exercising a lot. I was, I was very much in the fitness world. And I also thought I was healthy because I didn't eat meat. I was vegetarian at the time. Um, however, I was a junk food vegetarian. So I basically had a lot of carbs, a lot of sugar, a lot of soy. And if you don't already know, soy is one of those main top five crops that are the most sprayed genetically modified. So wheat, corn, and soy are really your top three that are genetically modified and just, you know, it, it interferes with your ho your hormones and whatnot. So of course, back then, you know, this is late 90s, early two. Yeah, late 90s, early 2000s. I didn't know this. I thought, okay, I'm healthy. I, I eat. No, I don't eat meat. And I work out every day. Um, and I was also teaching at uh, Taibo at the time. So I, ha I had a very active lifestyle. Um, and my body had another idea. You know, in the middle of the night, I woke up with excruciating pain. I'm just going to like really abbreviate the story because, you know, it's, it's quite involved. Um, and I went to the toilet, thought it was a stomach flu. It turned out it was just all blood. And so uh, my friend picked me up, took me to Cedar sinai the next day. And uh, what they basically found out, long story short, I was diagnosed with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. And... Um, you know, that was such a such a general term. I didn't know anything about it. And so basically my lower colon was inflamed. And so I was treated with, I was given a prescription for um, steroids and a shot of antibiotics. And 
from okay, and then after that, I I asked the doctor, okay, you know, so what do I do? Obviously, it's my my digestive tract. So what do I change in my diet? And he basically said that it was genetic, most likely, and that there was really, you know, I just take my prescription and that should help me. And I think intuitively, I felt like okay, that that's not really doing it for me. You know, I, I felt like, okay, there's, there's gotta be something more to this. And just to rewind a, a few years before that, um, my, uh, someone in my family was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. And even that was, you know, it was a process of elimination. They, they didn't know what it was initially at first. And then when they came to find out that it was Crohn's, um, she was, out in the States at the time, she was on heavy doses of steroids. And um, when she was finally well enough, came back to Guam. And over the course of a year, she was able to, I think, lower her dose to the point where she didn't have to even take it anymore, the steroids. And um, she ended up coming uh, across a, an, ac- I mean, no, yeah, an acupuncturist, um, a traditional Chinese herbologist doctor, and she started incorporating these things into her lifestyle. Um, she did Tai Chi Gong, so she did a lot of these complementary alternative um, practices, and it seemed to really help her. So, you know, that was a few years prior to me getting sick, and so I thought, okay, if this worked for her, you know, Maybe I'll just skip the whole conventional thing. I ended up not getting this, the prescription for the for the um, steroids, and I don't believe in coincidences. I came across a um, an acupuncturist, a naturopath, and those were the first two who I think turned me on to to changing my diet. So what I found was um, with the with the naturopath. It had a lot to do with with my digestive system and basically what she um, diagnosed as an overgrowth of candida. So that's when I first really got into to, into you know everything about candida and about I did a cleanse, a candida cleanse, which is very different than from you know like a what we do now with the detoxes and whatnot. I um, I basically it sounds a little like I don't know if it's kind of like paleo but I didn't I wasn't eating meat at the time but I I cut out all sugar including fruit I, I only had lemon and avocado for fruit this was going for, for two months no no fruit um, just lemon avocado um, no grains I, I was able to have quinoa because as you know quinoa is a seed it's not a grain um, and of course soaked and everything it was just very precise it's like you could have only this nut and it has to be soaked you could have quinoa has to be soaked um and vegetables and there are certain vegetables i could not have more of the starchy ones so that's what got me onto like the very strict regimen of a diet of a candida cleanse diet and um, of course i wasn't eating meat at the time but i was able to incorporate fish so this worked this worked for a while, and I was feeling much better. Um, but it just seemed like one thing after another, my body was was changing and asking for different things. So first, when I did that whole candida cleanse for a few months, I got better, and um, symptoms dis- disappeared. And then um, it turned into more of a, I ended up having polycystic ovaries. I had um, OPS or POS, polycystic ovary syndrome. And, you know, I'm really just abbreviating everything into, because, I mean, this was a span of, like, a year or two. And when that happened, you know, 
again, it's not like I seeked out. I just I ended up coming across a an alternative doctor or a complementary doctor who was a medical doctor as well as a, um, a naturopath, and he thought that we should check um, heavy metals. And so sure enough, they took like, they took, I don't even remember how many vials. I just remember seeing the tray of vials and almost fainting, just looking at how much blood they were gonna take from me. And um, when they came into the room with that, took all the blood, they found out that I had high levels of lead, mercury, aluminum, cadmium, barium, some really interesting, you know, I understand the aluminum and whatnot, you know, like when we put on deodorant and, and women, you know, put on certain, um, whether it's facial or things that, that absorb into the skin and also from what we eat, right, when things are cooked on a pan. But the cadmium, barium, those were the things that I was like, okay, that's odd. Mercury, you know, I, I so I, I went through the whole gamut. I had my fillings removed um, and I was eating a lot of fish at the time because I was doing that candida cleanse up. That was the only protein I would take, eggs and fish. Everything else was vegetables and pine nuts. <laughs> it was literally pine nuts, quinoa, vegetables, avocados and you know fish so you know that was another time I had to eliminate certain things so really I say all this because you know it took illness to bring me to wellness and I think sometimes you know people feel like because you know I, I, I people have been like oh well you I, you know you're you're you do detox you do yoga whatever I can't possibly do that but I think it's important to put this out there because it's attainable for everyone you know when this happened to me I was not living a healthy lifestyle I you know I'll be the first to say I mean obviously you know I wasn't born doing back bends and like sipping on reishi and cordyceps and you know tree hugging and balancing chakras in fact, it was just the opposite. You know, I was I was very unhealthy. I had addiction issues. I had um, addic addicted to drama. So I was like in an abusive relationship. I was addicted to sugar. Um, I was, you know, I was in the entertainment world and, and drinking more than I really needed to. I was smoking cigarettes for, for many years. And so although I was not eating meat, I thought I was healthy. But, you know, I had all these other things that were... were um, harming my health and so you know a lot of times you know you can't presume and that's that's the that's a dangerous thing when you presume that someone else can do it but you can't you don't know their backstory you don't know where they came from and so I think that's why because that was the first part of the healing journey right the physical aspect of me trying to you know with nutrition and then of course yoga yoga was a huge component in my life because it dealt it delved deeper because it came to a point where I went from irritable bowel syndrome to polycystic ovaries to lumps on my breast. And I think going to different naturopaths, acupuncturists, um, finding Dr. DeAndrea to do the 21 day, day detox in Santa Monica back in 2000. And then that's something up till today I still incorporate into a, at least once or twice a year. Um, Optimum Health Institute. There are all these places that. I was lucky enough, you know, living out in California and blessed to have access to. And that's why when I moved back to Guam, I'm like, you know, the first year of living here, like maybe the first two years, so many people I knew were, were diagnosed with cancer or even died of cancer. And that struck, you know, struck me deep. I'm like, OK, you know more needs to be done you know and that's when I you know we started the 21 day detox program in 2006 and um, you know and, and just different things you know we still don't have and there's certain things that 
helped me and that was the whole purpose with Synergy. It's like, I want to take everything that has helped me because I was really sick at one time. And, you know, and not to say that everything's just wonderful now, you know, we all have like dips and, and peaks at different points in our life, you know? And I think every time you go through a stressful period or, I mean, even like things were going well and I had a divorce, I went through a divorce about five years ago. And then that, it's interesting, you know, the neuropsychoimmunology. Neuro it's interesting how your mind and your emotions play such a key role in your physical health and overall health. And that was the, and so that's basically what I'm getting to next. It was the physical component, but then when you bring in the yoga and you bring in the, um, the meditation and, you know, all of more the, the energy work, more of like the energetic healing, it's we're holistic beings. So, you know, to say it's just, oh, if you follow this diet and if you follow this fitness regimen, you're a okay. You know, health and wellness is holistic. There's so much more to it than what we're actually feeding our bodies with food and drink and supplements. You know, it's what we're feeding our mind, what we're feeling, uh, um, you know, on a soul level. And I think, you know, for some people, they think this is really just kind of airy fairy talk, but there's science behind this. You know, they've done the research about, about you know, um, gauging people's, uh, um, frequencies before and after uh, meditation. Um, they've done a study that I found incredibly interesting where they took the pH balance. You know, that's the, the how you could balance that or you could check your, your um, acidity, acidity and alkaline level. Um, and they found, they took those little strips, those pH sticks, and they took everyone's saliva and it showed, you know, because usually you're supposed to be between 7, 7.4. And they let people watch like violent, um, something that was on a screen. And then they checked their saliva afterwards and they found that their saliva became so toxic it was comparable to uh, snake, uh, po it was poisonous. It was almost like that of venom. And so, I mean, it's just amazing to see. And that's not even them experiencing it. That's just the, their perception of what's going on in a screen. So it really goes to show that, you know, when it comes to holistic health and wellness, it's, it's so much more than just what we're physically feeding our bodies with what we eat and, and, and uh, expelling energy. It's also who we hang around. It's who we, you know, it's basically what we engage in, what we allow in our energetic circle. So um, this is basically just a bit of what um, got me on the wellness journey. So everything from the diet and nutrition, the 21-day detox to yoga and meditation and you know, now we're kind of at a place where it's great because there's so much information out there, right? I mean, there, there's now you see when, when we first opened Synergy back in 2004, I think we were pretty much like the only yoga studio. And now it's beautiful and wonderful to see there's so many more, um, not just studios, but, but individuals, you know, getting certified and teaching yoga throughout the island. And not just here on Guam, everywhere, you know, yoga's become huge. And for me, like in my classes, you know, I think it's important to, you know, you have the physical practice, the asana practice, but then you also have the meditation. You also have the focus on the breath, the pranayama. And these were just different things that especially the breath work has helped me tremendously um, physically, mentally, emotionally, I think in every way. Breath work, you know, oxygenates the body. And, you know, everybody talks about the big thing now is or has been about inflammation, right? Inflammation causing disease and acidity causing disease. And just, you know, 
it's great. You know, I drink green juice every day, but you don't need, there's, there's a way that our bodies are so miraculous. We could alkalinize our body on our own by doing deep breathing. And there's this, um, this one guy, Wim Hof, they, they call him the Iceman. I went to a Tony Robbins conference uh, a couple of times, but one of the first ones I went to, he was there. And he's known as the Iceman because with his breath, he's able to regulate his body temperature. He's able to regulate his immune system. And it's basically, you know, it's all mind, breath, body connection. And so those are the things that are completely fascinating. And those are the things that, you know, this show is going to be about. You know, it'll be about health and wellness and, and just inviting those guests back from daily renewal. But I want to, you know, take it one step beyond it and, and have new guests come in and talk about other um, other ser- uh, not services, but other practices um, beyond health and wellness, because really it's about bouncing around ideas, you know, and, and just about life in general and how each of us deal with different things, because really at the end of the day, right, it's it's not whether you're vegan or keto or, or paleo or if you're a CrossFitter or yogi. And that's one thing I have to just put this out there before we <laughs> wrap up the show. Um, one thing that's really a challenge for me to be around is um, is self-righteous, like uh, kind of like, what is the word I'm looking, kind of like supremely critical uh, of other people who are not necessarily subscribe to your philosophies or your beliefs and that's why I want to make sure this platform is open I don't want it you know because I think people when they think of synergy or they think of of of, of um conscious living or daily renewal it's it's based primarily on certain types of of wellness of what we consider wellness and you know yoga and like plant-based this plant-based that and really you know what works for me may not work for the next person and when what works for so-and-so may not we're individuals you know i mean we have like what 37 trillion cells in our body and that's constantly changing day to day so not only are we not the same person as we were yesterday or last year we're definitely not the same person as the next so to say that this is um this is going to be a magic pill if you follow this regimen and this and that who knows maybe it will but maybe it won't and that's why we have to take it upon ourselves and and feel empowered to listen to other people and what they have to say and and you know like a toolbox try it out or you know the buffet line try this if it works great if it doesn't you know leave it behind but and and that's how i teach my yoga classes i'm kind of like you're here this is your class Whatever, you know, whatever, whatever I call out as part of the sequence, you're free to try. But, you know, it's not necessary. You could just stay in Shavasana or stay in child's pose or whatever. And that's kind of my philosophy of life. You know, I feel like, especially like on this this type of platform, to have different people come in and share their different thoughts and beliefs and you know, they're going to be different. We're all going to have different beliefs and philosophies. And and just being able to sit at a table and even though having completely different philosophies to, you know, at least respect each other enough to hear what has worked for them and, and just see how that is empowering in itself. Because, you know, I think the time or the days of... of looking for looking for the help or something from from someone else is slowly ending and now we're we're really learning that we have to trust our own instinct and kind of try different things but at the end of the day who's going to know your body best than yourself right so i think i just want i hope that this could be more of a, an empowering uh, forum um for people to come together and share ideas and um 
stay empowered. So uh, thanks for tuning in. This is our first podcast and I look forward to joining you and you joining me again next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening to another presentation on the KUM Podcast Network. Remember, please leave us a rating and review, and you can subscribe to us on the KUM Podcast Network on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. Thanks once again for downloading us, and we look forward to listening to you next time.